0: who's losing traction or who's at losing that leverage is the NCAA. It's just going to get taken over. It'll be an arms race to who can get to the biggest conference, who can get involved with these two TV deals, and it'll no longer be the NCAA that's running stuff. It'll be these these networks. Do, do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. Life, 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 life with football. As you leave the train, please step over the gap between the train and the blackboard. what's up people welcome back it is season two we're in a fresh july fresh season for life with football i'm kyle smith on the other line timmy smith tim what's up bro what's up man happy fourth of july happy fourth of july we're here july 4th not a damn thing going on in the house but um all is good we're here fourth of july on a monday and um I feel good, man. I'm ready for another season. Football is slowly approaching. Ah, Yeah, it is.
1: You get the itch for it, man. Got the itch. Getting excited. It is hot as heck, though. I'll tell you that. It's hot outside. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I haven't had it. We haven't had a lick of water or precipitation in about two weeks. I've been obsessed with my lawn, and I'm just wasting water on the sprinkler, man. There's no reason. Uh, I just continue to do it. Is it like considered a drought right now where you are? Or I, is this just normal? No, I would say so. I mean, usually they yeah. get a little rain here and there. It's supposed to pick up yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, get get some rain in Indiana, but yeah. it's been tough. So yeah, let's get a tough, little man. uh let's get a little recap, man. How are things? How's the summer been? What's been up?
1: Summer's been good, man. It was a fun June our oldest graduated elementary school so she's going off to junior high which is pretty exciting That's and crazy. scary at the same time you know what i mean i yeah yeah um
0: what's the approach man like what do you do as a dad kid going to middle school just yeah you, uh, you, know, you prep on for me it's
1: consistency there's The more they're, you know, the more they're upset about change, you know, you got to make it normal. You got to be the same person in and out every day, man. And I think it helps, you know what I mean? Especially with with Lacey, it's changes in her ally half the time, you know what I mean? So you just got to make an easy
0: transition, stay together. Consistency is big. Yeah. I think that's the big word this year. Speaking of consistency, Absolutely. what did we say the goal was? How many episodes we had to do by the end of the year? I, <laughs> I think, think it was 60. Like yeah. I don't know where we this are, is but. Four?
1: <laughs> we got to pick it up a
0: little bit. Pick yeah, it up July did, 4th. Man. We got what? Five and a half months. We got this.
1: Yeah. We're going to have to, you know, we got it. We always got
0: it. We're just, but we're Smiths. This is what we do. We wait for crunch time. Yeah. But it's in action. So we got, uh, the, so here's the plan. We got, we're gonna go weekly episodes, kind of a week uh, a weekly recap. Would we miss uh, hot topics, all of that fun stuff? You and I kind of reacting to things, current events, whatever's happening in our worlds. Yeah. And then um, the goal would be in the middle of towards the middle of the week, get episodes out on true interviews, guests, getting the story behind the game. Um, really, really getting the opportunity to put others on and and just have that discussion get some interesting perspective sports youth sports coaching whatever it is yeah. um you know have some interesting conversations which I'm excited about got Absolutely. some people lined up we're going to get going um, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be fun man let's get it yeah let's get it i think for me the most obviously the biggest thing this summer the disney trip so we went with the family. So there's six of us, four kids, me and my wife. And then we had the in laws from so my wife's parents. So it was a solid group that took it to Disney, Disney World in Orlando. Uh, two days Magic Kingdom, one day Animal Kingdom, three, I think we had three pool days in between. Let me tell you something right now, whoever's listening, whoever is planning <laughs> for Disney. Do not do a back to back park day, man. You gotta have a pool day. You gotta have a relaxed day in between. Yeah. That is key.
1: Like, uh, I can just imagine because how hot was it? It was
0: blazing, man. It was hot. I will say the the first day was probably the best because we got there. It was the day we flew. Um, it rained when we got to the hotel, but so the rain kind of got some people out of the park, and yeah. then uh, and it cooled it cooled things down a little bit. So. We were there the second half of the day on the first day, and uh, it was quality. The other two days, hot as hell, man. Yeah. But uh, you just got to battle through. I I keep saying, like, Disney is one of those places where when you're in the storm, you're, like, just head down. Like, we got to keep it going. Got to get this going. And then, so it's kind of a rough, rough go of it for the parents. But then you leave, you're on the plane or or heading back, and it's like, that was amazing, man. All the memories you make and It's just a, it's a good trip, and you want to get back there asap. But
1: it it almost feels like it's not a like a vacation sometimes though. You know what I mean? You're right. But I will say you're working.
0: You're working, man. You're working. (laughs) But those pool days get a nice relax. So, uh, yeah, man, that's been the big thing. I've been obsessed with the lawn for no reason because it's probably the worst one on the street. That's how Uh, it goes. I highly doubt is it though. No, it's not. It's just you know. It's just brown, it's just hurting right now. We need some water Is that because you you just lazied up and not watered or No man, I'm I'm drilling it with water right now, but I'm afraid you know, I'm racking up the water bill out here. <laughs> it's just not enough. It, and and one rain, yeah. two rains, it'll be completely back. Yeah. So looking forward to the fall. Um And
1: plus you get blaze, you know, direct um, sun heat all day, every day in the summertime. So it is gonna be hot. Yeah. You know.
0: For sure. Um, we also you know finished up some spring sports for our kids. Yeah, a little youth it was a sport good spring, action. Man. Heck of a spring! What um, uh, you had and and you're starting to coach, basically that coaching gig starting up for football, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We've been going. This will be a month, four weeks of two nights a week, just clinic stuff. You know, agility and running and learning some basics putting the team together a little bit up front and trying to show them some basics. Yep. Pretty cool, man. Give me your Pretty two, exciting stuff.
0: Give me your two top, you know, best running drills at this point for the kids so far.
1: Right now, what well, we start off every practice, which I promised them in the, on the first week, I said, we'll, we're going to do this every practice for 20 minutes a pop. So no matter what, by the time we're halfway through the season, it's going to feel... Normal to you, and that's the speed ladder. Always just trying to teach the kids to get up on their toes and hitting spots and moving their feet and pumping their arms, just basic running stuff. And especially for the bigger kids that aren't used to like running the ball and sprint, you could see the difference. So, you're really trying to want to make them more athletic as well. That's huge.
0: So, the speed ladder
1: is more. Absolutely, and we've been going to, like, the four-cone drill, sprint, shuffle, shuffle, back paddle, flipping that back and forth, um, using some tackling techniques at the end of the sprint on the four-cone drill, running through dummies and stuff like that, so it's been cool, man, and it's and definitely seen some progression in some seven-year-olds that I'm shocked in just four weeks what it looks like.
0: I like that. That's amazing to see, yeah. see some differences in the kids already, and just, like, getting a yeah. familiarity with, with all that stuff. And you don't have to be fancy Four cones, no, really. simple yeah. run, shuffle, back pedal, bing, bong, boom. Yeah. And yep. and the ladders, the game. So I learned this a while ago. The game is played from the ground up and should be coached yep. from the ground up. So regardless of what position they play, um, technique they're using, whatever it is, if your feet ain't right, then you're in yep. trouble, man. So even yep. as, as young kids, like that's, to me, that's the most important: is is just getting that you know foot speed down or agility piece, yeah. change of direction, understanding on what a base is, and and just getting all the basic footwork down. Yeah. And the rest comes. You can
1: see, yeah, you could see it, uh, you know, on the baseball field too, or any any sport they play. I mean, it, the more your feet are moving, and the more agile you are, any sport. Is gonna come a little bit more naturally. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. No gotta question.
1: Move the feet.
0: No question.
1: Um, move the feet.
0: What else we got? So we so my kids were in baseball. Um, yeah. Had that. Some, go? Had some soccer going. Baseball was cool. So Kendall, our oldest, was in an actual like that was the first time it felt like actual baseball. So she was yeah. one of the I think only two girls on the team. Next year will most awesome. likely be softball, and. Uh, you know, they had three cuts, three swings, three strikes. You're out. We had six yeah. innings, all that stuff. Um, the coach was money. I think that's the other thing in youth sports, bro. It's like a yeah. a dice roll. Like you don't know who your kid's gonna yeah. end up with. It might be a, exactly. you know, some clown dad, which I am a clown dad, but a clown dad that has no idea what he's talking about, um,
1: or a clown dad that knows exactly what he's talking about.
0: True. <laughs> um yeah so it's a you know and they literally those individuals will dictate your kids experience yeah um so it's it's like i said it's kind of a dice roll but um uh, we got lucky you had a minor league baseball player as a coach and you know a former minor league player he runs baseball events and all that stuff so it was like little tidbits and i'm sitting there ear pressed against the freaking backstop to try and learn what he's mm-hmm. saying to the kids and stuff but Kinda loved it. Great experience. It was like one of the first seasons where you identified, like you know, you knew who the kids were, you knew the batting order, who was showing up, yeah. and so it was really cool. And then you find the, yourself
1: cheering for the other kids too as it becomes a team.
0: Absolutely, man. Yeah, that's the biggest. But uh, so yeah, that was fun. I, Soccer's good. Soccer is, is a sport that I really, I don't know anything about, but like I just love. Yeah. I love watching the kids, man. Love watching yeah. the kids. Just get in the mix, have some fun. Don't shy away from anything and just get after
1: it and compete. They're competing. That's That's what it's about. That's my biggest thing is, is just competing. No question. Can't Um, teach that kind of stuff. It's just in you.
0: That's it. What, uh, anything else you got a little catch up section there?
1: I mean, we could talk for hours, bro. True. (laughs) Um,
0: so we can move on if you want.
1: It's been you know, it was it's been a fun time though. It really has been. Yeah. I've
0: kind of leaned in couple a, weeks. backed off from some different things that I'm trying to do and just just be a dad and hang out, man. Yeah. Have some fun. Let your kids smile in the summer. It's a good time.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. Let's move on to the boys. Moving to the... on. Boilermakers. Purdue Boilermakers are making some noise in the off season. We got uh some different names, some a lot of different commitments. Class of two thousand twenty-three. I know that's it's very early to talk about them because who knows who's gonna affect affect the kids. I mean, that's next season. So yeah. um you got any updates? You got any big moves, big stories, what's happening in, in Boilermaker Country?
1: I mean, I just just from glancing through some stuff and reading a couple things, man, there's like a couple uh couple kids names that pop out you know what i mean like a little bit of a legacy with uh dylan Thieneman from westfield which is pretty cool yeah it's really um cool. yeah have you had a chance to see any of those got kids
0: playing high school like personally yeah i'm looking at the list that that you know you gave we talked about just a couple of the kids so thenaman i definitely saw westfield i live in westfield so i saw what four to five games this past fall um yeah Legit man, just a just a high motor dude, physical downhill safety. He's got the legacy of Phenomens. Yeah. What were you saying about the scholarships with the family? Yeah,
1: he's the first one of them to come to uh, come to Purdue on a full ride and not as a walk on. The other two had a walk on before they got scholarships.
0: So it's two brothers, right?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. But he's definitely he, he's thicker than the other other brothers and uh, gotcha, just physical downhill kids. So that that'll be exciting getting him That's there. That's such a
1: big part of that, right? Is that downhill aggressive style, man, that just no gets question. people seen. That's how you get, you know,
0: that makes up for
1: some athletic things, you know what I mean? Absolutely. That you might not have.
0: And I think that that all curtails around, you know, what defense you're playing and, in college yeah. and and how those types of safeties fit in. Um, yeah. You know, and, and sometimes it, it's rare to see that in a, in a safety to have that whether technique or understanding the leverage coming downhill, yeah. know all about that. It, usually, you're just looking at an athlete that can move around, flip his hips, all that stuff looks good. But yeah. then you also have a sound defensive football player. I mean, they're just they're they're ways ahead of young guys that come into program. So exactly, gotcha. So that'll be good.
1: It's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Nice little story there with those three.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I'm pretty
1: sure both of them have been in NFL camps, too, the older brothers.
0: The Fienamans. Yeah. It'd be sick to have a legacy like that going to the, everybody in ross Aid.
1: It's unbelievable. It's cool, <laughs> just like the anthrops.
0: Yeah, exactly. Who else <laughs> you
1: got? Um, then you have another couple local kids. Um to the DB from Carmel, his name is Berglund, if I'm pr- pronouncing that right. Mm-hmm. And you have the
0: other Carmel kid. I don't have him written down there. Uh, Will Helt. Will yeah, Helt. Yeah, Will Helt,
1: defensive lineman.
0: Berglund. So I've seen both of them. Berglund's athlete, another another thicker kid. Um, could be more downhillish, like uh, yeah. what are they calling that? The rover type, the star position out there in space. Gotcha. Um, kind of in the box safety. Um, Helt and. and beast of of an individual so 6 what's it say 66 six, 240. 240 he looks like uh he reminds me of some of those big time o-line guys he's not an o-line guy but those big time o-line guys that came into Purdue when I was there and they're just like not yeah. string beans but they just have the length dude you know what i'm saying so what
1: do you think a kid like that plays at in 2 years
0: he'll be six, an inside six? 100% yeah. inside player either a 3 technique or whatever they are they're not three down still, are they? No,
1: no, no. Last year they had a four, you know, a different front. They were four down though.
0: Yeah, but you know, six six two forty. Either either you're playing the six eye like head up on a on a tight end like running to the strength, yeah. kind of like a Ray Edwards, uh, those types yeah. of guys, um, or at three technique man. If they they put weight on, he's at two sixty two seventy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just plugging the B gap. Yeah, freaking, you know tearing up offensive guards and double teams and all that stuff. So that's a good gap, man. Those are two Carmel yeah, kids. Um did you mention I know Jaron Tibbs is a wide receiver from Cathedral that just committed? Um, yeah. That's going to be and big. He, yeah. In several ways. So Jaron Tibbs is crazy. I remember years back, I went to a couple of years back I went to a freshman game because I knew I knew one of the the players who's a big-time recruit in – um Gotcha. Uh Gosh, Kendrick. What the heck's Kendrick's last name, man? I always screw I this do. up. <laughs> um. Anyway, big time D-Lyman there, but I went to his freshman game, and there's a kid leaping off, at, off the freaking turf <laughs> yeah. as a freshman, and it turned out to be Tibbs, and I was, like, asking about him. and said, I was like, oh, he's a basketball player, and, they, you know, they're thinking he's going to stick with basketball or whatever that is. So, yeah. turns out he... uh He's doing what he needs to do and heading to the boardmakers, yeah. man.
1: Some of the video I saw him, and he's, he's still got a senior year to play, but, I mean, he looks like he's one of those long vertical guys that can go up and get the ball, you know, 50-50 balls. He looks pretty impressive. They had a plethora of wide receiver commits. You know, I just picked out one one from him right? because he was a local kid, but there's a couple kids from Florida. There's one kid that – um Kind of reminds me of an Antavian Edison. Oh yeah, uh, something like that. Uh, I think his last name is Demps. Okay, I have him on the other list. One. But uh, they have
0: a, a bunch of kids. That's big, and I know so, uh, especially here in Indy. Like it does matter. Some of those guys that make commitments, even especially in uh, in the same class or a year older, when you got a big time recruit the next year. So, yeah, the kid's name is Kendrick Gilbert. I forgot. I, for some reason, I lost his last name. But Kendrick Gilbert, he's a defensive lineman at uh, at Cathedral. He's a four-star, and he's down to the top four. Purdue, LSU, I think it's UK, and Iowa. Um, uh, and LSU, I think, is the Notre Dame and Bri- Brian Kelly whole connection with that switch. Yeah. So to see, and you're in the same class, hopefully they're boys, And Tibbs makes the move to Purdue. I mean, that could that could swing a couple people making that decision. So we shall see. Let's go. Come on, Kendrick. Make that move, baby. (laughs) Make Um, that move. Who else you got? Oh, the QB, right?
1: Yeah. I have the that's the thing that kind of racks my brain, right? Ricky Collins, four star in Louis Baton Rouge. I saw some video on him. He still has a year to play. The kid looks accurate. He can run, move around. he's legit. So as a as, a, as a kid, like, let's say he's got to know about Brady Allen coming in there. And, like, how does that, what's the mindset of a decision like that? Is it like, all right, I'm going to go compete? Is there going to be a way to be, for me to be on the field with Brady Allen or whatever goes on? Obviously, you know. Right. I, I just, was, I'm
0: curious. Yeah. I mean, to me, like, it, the game has changed so much, dude, where you can't. You can't sit there and think about a four-year path. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. It's literally yeah. how these cards shuffle up every year. I mean, yeah. you want to get yourself in the door and, and make some moves. So, you know, yeah. and that's – I don't know anything that goes through any of the kids' brains at this point, but thinking about it, could be absolutely like, yeah, I want to compete, go there. You know, the Brady Allen's a year ahead of uh, this guy, Ricky Collins. Who knows what happens? But yeah. just, you know – Number one, who knows what Brahm and all of them are saying as far as the path yeah. opportunities, but dude, it's, it's a year by year business now, man. It's crazy. It's really, it's really crazy. We're talking NILs. Yeah. Who's, who's got some deals there, how the schools are going. I mean, you want to be a part of the big 10, whatever it yeah. is, there's probably so many different variables, but um, it is no longer, it's clear that it's no longer a four year, five year plan. I mean, it's who's going to be the guy. At at this specific season. And I you know, hundred percent the cards will shuffle. I highly doubt yeah. that these two kids will go through their career at Purdue back and forth and together, yeah. Yeah, together. So you just Plus, can't expect gotta, that anymore.
1: Yeah. And you gotta imagine no matter what, O'Connell's gonna have this whole season to himself. So right. unless something bad is happening or it just isn't working out, but
0: Yeah. Oh, hundred percent aoc baby he's he's on the list out here yeah not that the list means much but he's a guy he's the guy most accurate passer in the big 10 right yeah he's gonna go from
1: walk-on to probably a stint
0: with an nfl team (laughs) that's amazing it's amazing right um speaking of aiden o'connell qb for the boilermakers made a stop at old manning passing academy this was that's a couple cool. weeks back or last week, whatever it is. I saw a bunch of posts yeah. and a bunch of QBs from the college area. How cool is that, man? What a sick opportunity <laughs> that is. Yeah.
1: Can you imagine? It was, you know, both the Mannings. There was a bunch of guys there. I think Patrick Mahomes was there. It's yeah. just so cool, man.
0: To have, to everything that's going on in, you know, the private world, all these camps, showcases, but yeah. to have like the Manning Passing Academy I mean that thing's been there forever and mm-hmm. it's like the crown jewel of one of, you know I know Elite 11 is big for the QBs but um just to get the chance even as a college QB to get there and, and yeah. either either work it coach it or be involved in the camp with with the Mannings man that's just I think I think awesome. a lot of those invites to these Q they in their QBs mind this is
1: their First step in the door towards the NFL. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some kids, like Aiden O'Connell, could be up in the air. Am I going to be able to play? Am I going to do this? And the more that's starting to open, it just builds confidence,
0: man. Yeah. It's the uh, it's the who's who in college football QB. If you're not at the Manning yeah. Passing Academy, then you're missing out, bro.
1: Think about it. This is like two thousand three, four, and five. Like when being at Purdue, five years is a real thing. We'd have Rondell Moore as a fifth-year senior, and David Bell as a four-year senior <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> with Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell
0: at the helm. Yep. That's nice, dude. Call off this senior year. Wow. Yeah. But it ain't it. It's not the reality these days. It. Yeah. All is good. We're going to still keep moving forward. The train moves forward. Always. Um. Any other uh, Boilermaker tidbits you got for us?
1: I'm just pretty excited, man. You get giddy and hit July 4th. Football, you know, you're going to start seeing training camps the next couple weeks. My little guy gets his pads for the first time. You know what I mean? Like, It's it's pretty exciting.
0: The pressure of, I don't know, I don't remember it. I mean, I'm wondering what the, the first time you get those pads on, you're hitting kids. I was not a fan. I know that. I was afraid. Me neither. So, yeah, me me as well. But you also have those kids. It's just like, oh, I want to go hit people. Hell yeah, let's do yeah. it. <laughs> so I don't expect. I
1: you know I don't. No matter what, I think it'll it'll come out.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, you just gotta get comfortable, man.
1: Yeah. And when you realize, you exactly. know, when you
0: realize, you know, you're lucky enough to be bigger than everybody for the most part. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. that's a good thing. So. College football. Good stuff. Um, staying with um. You know, on the Purdue side of things, the Big Ten side, we have major, major realignments, some power struggles. Uh, conference realignment stuff here with the, with the Big Ten conference. So really quick, just a couple couple items here. So, so far, as far as we know, 2024 is what I heard. I don't know if that's 100%, but yeah. we got UCLA and USC joining the Big Ten as of the 2024 season. That opens up the Big Ten network, I guess, if you will, because the whole world revolves around this stuff now. Um, Only conference that's coast-to-coast. We got Rutgers, we got Maryland on the East Coast, all the way through the Midwest, all the way to the West Coast. We're hitting every TV market, dude. Exactly, uh, every
1: time zone.
0: Every time zone, and that's going to be a bear for some traveling teams and some Big Ten scheduling oh, yeah. and all that stuff. That'll make it interesting. Um, I,
1: Go ahead. I just can't wait to see the first time USC has to walk out into the big house in November when it's like, you know, 10, it's gray, yeah. the wind's blowing. That'll be cool, man. Or UCLA walking in. Well, they've been probably been to Ohio State before, but.
0: You know stuff like that, but not when it's winter time. Does this the Midwest dis- winter? Yeah, absolutely. Does this disintegrate the Pac-12? I mean, I
1: think that the Pac-12 has already been disintegrating. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just, I, I just feel like we're on a way. It's like you've been saying it's a different, it's a different animal. So I don't think this will be the last. I think there'll be more. I do kind of get behind of the super conferences and. Who knows? There's all kinds of crazy rumors out there, even with the Big Ten, with, um, you know, Oregon and Washington applying or trying to get in and them telling them to hold off, waiting for Notre Dame, uh, stuff like that. So who knows where this is going to go? All I know is it's going to be one conference, Big Ten at the end of it against the SEC. And I could Mm -hmm. see them just packing in and running with something like that.
0: That's it. What Timmy's alluding to alluding to. So a couple of rumors, rumor mill, Twitter stuff, conversations. So Washington, um, you know, Washington and Oregon rumored to be ready to join the Big Ten as well. Um, But supposedly the Big Ten was waiting on the old Irish up in South Bend to make a decision because it's just not going to last that Notre Dame model, dude. The independent where they're going to be um, because it literally revolves around TV dollars and uh, Exactly. So the Big Ten's kind of waiting on the Irish supposedly to make, yeah. make those decisions. But uh, And
1: think about it, Notre Dame is it their schedule's a big draw. So
0: and and they'll have a chance I think to revert back to what made the
1: most all those rival games. Michigan, Michigan State um, Purdue, you know stuff like that. I mean, they'll play them every year again. Yeah. That's what That's what it's about. I think. Not watching Notre Dame go play Virginia, uh, you know something like I don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So we shall see. There's there's major moves, but it it comes down to actually let's let's jump to this ESPN audio clip real quick. This is Heather Dinich from. ESPN talking a little bit about the TV deals, which I think uh, basically dictates the whole market and what's happening. What do we know about these two schools, USC and UCLA, perhaps acting in the same way of approaching the Big Ten about interest in joining their league?
1: Well, it seems like a very similar pattern. I guess the Big 12 had the blueprint, <laughs> if you want to call it that. But, look, this to me honestly also explains possibly why we haven't heard yet about the Big Ten's TV deal, which has reportedly, um, you know, closing in on a billion dollars. And when you're talking about each school in that conference making upwards of 80 to 100 million dollars uh, dollars annually, of course, there's going to be interest. 80 to
0: 100 million (laughs) dollars a year. That's, that's that's what it that's what it's about, man. Yep. I mean, that's a game changer. And I don't. Did you say Fox was in the in the deal yeah. for the Big Ten? If you think
1: about it, Fox already pretty much runs the Big Ten games, right? And they own the Big Ten network. So think about the recruiting and NIL availability with that extra money for a school like Purdue. Now you can go grab the five-star quarterback that Ohio State has. Three of them. And pull the second one to you know what I'm saying yeah. like that I feel like that is a big help
0: for that. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be so interesting, man. And I think you know what the thing that that drives and I heard it a while ago. First off, when I I think when I was a GA at Purdue it was like 2009. I don't know when the Big Ten Network kicked off. Was it like 08 09? It had to be around yeah. that time. Has to be around that. But those TV deals, I mean, it started off at like twenty million a year, like eighteen yeah, to twenty yeah. million a year per school. So regardless, if you were owing freaking ten, yeah. you were getting that twenty million as part of that conference. So that that originated it. And that you know, you had the, the Longhorn network, you got the SEC network built off of that. Um the ACC network built ACC, off. of that. You know, Notre Dame's NBC deal. So it all became around the TV networks
1: yeah. and
0: you know, from the start of that, who's losing traction or who's look losing that leverage is the NCAA. Yeah. NCAA, you know, it used to be like everything runs through the NCAA, the compliance piece, which it still does, but it's just going to get taken over. Like, yeah. it, you know, I, and I heard a while ago, is one, of the, one of the coaches I worked with was like, this was 12, 13 years ago. It was like, it's going to be super conferences. It'll be an arms race to who can get to the biggest conference, who can get involved with these two TV deals and it'll no longer be the NCAA that's running stuff. It'll be yeah. these these networks. Like ESPN yeah. can say, or Fox or whoever, like, that's it. We're running our own rules. We're running our own yeah. compliance and put it all together, the corporate structure around it, and they're off to the races. So, yeah. Chip. Yeah. Um, but even, like, the committee, like, is that committee, the selection committee or whatever they're calling that, is that an NCAA thing? I would assume so. I, like, who's mother- yeah. Yeah. Because I who's overseeing I would that, that oversight there. I just, I just see less and less of involvement there, and like once the leverage is gone, it's. I don't know. I yeah. just feel like it opens up. So they're just no, reacting I, to things at that. this point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So crazy, crazy action. Um. With the realignment, the big conference stuff. Big Ten will be interesting football for years to come, man.
1: Which I'm excited
0: about throwback legend. All right, moving on to a little fun graphic. I, I follow this account. It's actually called the Black Adam Schefter, which is fantastic, by the way. Um, <laughs> but came out with a list, came out with a graphic of the top five players of each position post-merger. I don't even know when the when the merger was, but. That was AFL, NFL. What year was that? 70s? Uh, I,
1: no. Cause... 80s? Early 80s? No, it... Super Bowl, I think the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, Super Bowl one was sixties. I don't know. Yeah, because
0: the, the giant, the Jets won six Super Bowl three in sixty nine. All right, here we go. We're gonna start off at. So these are defensive positions, just real quick. Give me gotcha. a reaction here. So, safety number five, Ken Houston, which unfortunately I played safety and I for the Redskins. I don't know who Ken Houston is. Kenny Houston, does it give a, uh, date? That's a beat. What do we got? We got 10 time pro bowler, no dates, two time first, all pro Ken Houston, a wow. lot of respect. Never. I don't know who the heck he is. All right. An unsung hero. Number four. Can you give me a couple names that you're thinking? Number four safeties. Uh, I'm going to go Steve Atwater. Ooh, Atwater not on the list. We're going with number four Ooh. from the Philadelphia Eagles, Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins. Solid choice. Okay. I like that. Absolutely. Nine that time. An animal. Nine time Pro Bowler, four time All Pro. First team. Number three, these guys. Top three, man. Legit. Dawkins is up there too, but top three uh, or number three, my guy, Troy Palamalu, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Um, These two battled at the same time, three and two, and I don't know who my favorite is, but eight-time Pro Bowler for Palomalu. Just a special dude making plays all left and right, four-time All-Pro. Number two, who we got? Ronnie Lott. Ooh, number two is Ed Reed. Ooh, I was going to put Ed Reed one. Yep, Ed Reed from the Baltimore Ravens, nine-time Pro Bowler, played at the same era as Troy Palomalu, and that was when I was in college, so it was just really cool to see those two just... Falling out. Five turn five time all pro Ed Reed. Legendary. Number one all-time safety for according to Black Adam Schefter. Uh (laughs) Ronnie Lott, San Francisco 49ers. Tough. Just one of the all-time best. Ten time pro bowler, five time all pro. 10 time pro bowler. Crazy. Um, so there you go. Top safety since the merger, Ronnie Lott. Let's move over to the corners. All right, number 5 coming from New York, the Jets, J E T S, Jets, 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 Terrell Revis, 7-time Pro Revis. Bowler, um, 4-time All-Pro. I don't know much about old Mel Blount. I know the name. Never really saw nah. him play. So they got number 4 Mel Blount from the Steelers, uh, 5-time Pro Bowler, 2-time All-Pro. Number 3 they got a Packers logo on here, but I see him as a, I don't know. Do you see Charles Woodson as a Raider or a Packer, man? I guess the slash. I mean, obviously, he, but no matter what, he's been in massive
1: games for both franchises. So Huge. I, I would—I always thought Raider and a Packer.
0: Yep. All-time legend, nine-time Pro Bowler Charles Woodson at the corner, three-time All-Pro. Number two, you got any names for number two and one?
1: Yeah, Guy, I would say Deion Sanders, and who else? Uh, and one would be or oh,
0: uh, Daryl Green. All right, so it's actually so Daryl Green got left off the top five, which is interesting. Whoa! To yeah, that's crazy. Rod Woodson, Rod Woodson Rod for the Steelers, eleven-time Pro up. Bowler. I yeah, beast, six-time. All pro, and they got the top corner of all time, Deion Sanders. Eight time pro bowler. <laughs> Neon Deion Sanders. Prime time. Six time Six-time all pro. Um beast there. The Godfather of swag right there, bro. He really is. He brought it all. Um the Deion Sanders era, man. The the I had the shoes, that Falcons jersey was one of the top jerseys there was. MC oh, yeah. Hammer, too legit to quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hammer it. pants you wore in junior high, bro? No doubt. That's good stuff. Uh defensive lineman. Look, guess who made the t- guess who made number 5 still playing.
1: Michael Strahan. Still, playing. still playing.
0: I mean, Whoa. an absolute animal. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, number 5, yeah. eight-time Pro Bowler for the Rams, seven-time All-Pro already. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's Um, why I believe him when he say he could retire. He could retire. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, he's already at this freaking list. Alan Page from the Vikings, don't know much about. Seven-time pro bowler, uh, old-school guy. Mean Joe Green, number three for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ten-time pro bowler, four-time all-pro. Strahan got left off, which from these names, I don't know. Yeah. Number two, Buffalo Bills, Bruce Bruce Smith. 11 time and pro baller. And let me Bowler. guess number one. What do you got? Reggie White. Reggie White. 13 yeah. pro time pro baller. That's the most out of anybody on this list, I think. Yep. Um, eight time all pro. Reggie White. Just an animal. Top D lineman ever. I like this. I like yeah. the, I like the s- selections. Then yeah. we got the linebackers. All right. Last top five. Number five we got from the Tampa Bay Bucks, Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks. Nice. 11 hey, time pro baller. Eleven-time Pro Bowler, five-time All-Pro. Rest in peace to the Kansas City Chief. Great, is, is he? Is he gone, Derek Thomas? Yeah, Derek he Thomas is. passed away in a car accident. Oh man, I, I loved him, man. Yeah. Nine-time Pro yeah, Bowler, he's the best. two-time All-Pro, which was short, I guess. Um, yeah. But beast off the edge, fifty-eight, Derek Thomas. Um, Jack Lambert from the Steelers. A lot of old-time Steelers wow. that I'm not. Really familiar with, but I know the name. Yeah, Jack Lambert, physical. no uh, nine-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, number two on the list, twelve-time Pro Bowler, seven-time All-Pro, psychopath in the middle of the defense. Who we got? Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis at number two, um, greatest linebacker of all time, post-merger, which inside. It's Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, number one, LT, baby. That's why I left it (laughs) to the top. One
1: of the best to ever do it.
0: 10-time Pro Bowler, 8-time All-Pro, 56. Changed the game of football, man. I remember reading – I don't know where it was. I think it was uh, Tom Coughlin's book or something, but talking about Lawrence Taylor and he – the two tight end formation, like the tight end wing or – tight end two tight end formation was basically invented to prevent Lawrence Taylor from killing quarterbacks basically. Somebody think it was the Redskins that something like that, if somebody in the NFC East that came out in the formation first to uh to just get some extra arms and bodies on LT, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, because they Sick.
0: because they saw Ezman's leg snap like a pretzel, bro. Mm.
1: Absolute animal. That's a solid yeah. list though, respect. That was awesome. I love it. And go. I just like the safeties, man. Like those guys, like Ed Reed, Palamalu, Ronnie Lott was a different. He was just a stinger, bro. He, yeah. You know what I mean? Those other two are. Those are the first two safeties that I remember making plays. Like, like holy shit, they're the best players on the field. You know what
0: I mean? No question. The Palamalu like leap over the center several times. Yeah. He's done that with the hair flowing. I mean, come on, yeah. Ed Reed. I think the 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 most famous. I mean, you see it all the time, but um, he was at Boston College, right? Didn't he take the ball on an interception? Um, yeah, from a teammate, just took it off. Oh, right, Miami. My yeah. bad. It was a Boston College That's game. That's where that speech came from, right? And then that uh, YouTube put. right, and then um, you know the big punt return, punt return clip where he like missed the block of the punt, and he's riding up the sideline and just clean somebody out. Yeah, um, all his like I like. Off-field, like mic'd-up moments,
1: legend. Yeah. Which I is- like the one where he had the pick in the back of the end zone and was just full speed from catch, 90 110 yards the other way for a touchdown, mm. and it was the same speed.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> so was a robot. Man. He did it. Um, did it. Yeah, that's good to think about. There, you could see the split in, like, modern football versus traditional. Like, Ronnie Lott, like you said, he's a stinger, downhill guy, yeah. toughest yeah. SOB out there. Didn't he, like, rip his finger off or something? One Yeah, playing. he has three-quarters of a pinky. Yeah, and uh, but then you get the, the Ed Reeds, the Palomalos, the athletes. Dawkins was, was legit, man.
1: Yeah. It's a good spot. Dawkins was both of those. He was a stinger, mm-hmm.
0: and he could go up and make plays, and he was great against the run.
1: I think we just liked him less because he's the worst person. Yeah,
0: I think we just liked him less because he kicked the Giants' ass every week or every time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Final five. All right, solid man. So let's uh let's end this episode here with a little final five of our own. We got the Fourth of July. It's only right to be festive. Happy birthday, America! Um, Happy birthday, America! Give me your some of your your top. I'll I'll say final five, but your top. 4th of July musts. What needs to happen? What needs to be involved with your 4th of July? Or the weekend, because today it ain't happening, but...
1: No. I mean, it depends. Like, 15 years ago, it was, you know, block party, barbecuing, drinking a lot of yellow waters, you know what I mean? And just (laughs) having a blast. The beers have disappeared from my arsenal, man. What, yellow waters?
0: Yeah, I don't really drink beers anymore.
1: it <clears throat> I think they're absolutely hideous. <laughs> just bloated, and
0: just feel like yeah. Oh. Can't move. So I
1: definitely my must-haves for that is is you know number one friends and family. When when you're at a gathering, it's got to be good vibes. It's got to be nonstop laughing, no drama, drinking your cold beers. Having some hot dogs and hamburgers and some mac and potato salad, you know what I mean, <laughs> stuff like that.
0: No question,
1: and just crazy things that happen around the, you know, around the party from where we're from.
0: <laughs> no doubt, I know you got you got a couple stories. Which one? Which one do you uh, give me a good one that you remember right off top of your top of the bat?
1: The best one ever is my man Pete Stacey. God rest his soul, man. Just recently passed. And everybody's grandparents were alive. So it, we were at Richie's block party, mm-hmm. 9-11, right? And the, there was a good turnout, but it was, you know, it was Lorraine and grandma and old people. Old people. Broad daylight. Broad, broad daylight. Peter, Peter comes out with this. It looked like a big-ass beach comforter. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell is yeah. this idiot doing with this blanket? He lays it in the street, lights it, walks away. The thing proceeds to go off for about 35 <laughs> minutes, bro. It was a 20,000 a 20,000 shot firecracker like just cheap
0: just straight up firecrackers. <laughs> All the old people
1: like screaming <laughs> after I'm not kidding 35 minutes. That's insane man. <laughs> yeah. Just a menace. Just a menace. So those are the those are 4th of July great times
0: that's good times so mention what you,
1: all family times
0: oh yeah what do you so what are your thoughts on fireworks like you were you have always been a fan of lighting the fireworks i'm gonna say i was just gonna mention that i'm not a fan of lighting them anymore i like to watch yeah. i like to be a, a healthy distance away and i'm good <laughs> yeah i'm
1: just a control freak i think a little bit when it comes to that like i you know yeah, you've always been like fire, fire happen, safety yeah fire muscle bill yeah let
0: me show you something. <laughs> um it was also kind of sad i feel like you know kind of old and crotchety is that you know at the first firework that went off on like friday night on the weekend i'm like ah come on like the kids are (laughs) sleeping everybody's in bed and i became like the you know that person in the house like man why do they have to do it right across the street all that stuff (laughs) which is pretty embarrassing
1: but yeah, that's a tough take, bro. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty old
0: man-ish of you right there. <laughs> it is,
1: you know? It's do you, light. like, get up and come down the stairs and open up the front
0: door? Like, no, definitely not out? open up. I'll, I'll peek out the front, you know, the window or something, but What's I'm not going to put an end to it. It just is what it is. I mean, that's what we've been trained
1: to do since we were kids with, uh, we, you know, with the general watching everybody <laughs> out the windows,
0: Got to spy on the neighbors, man. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I had everything there, grill- grilling out, fireworks. Beers, even though they've disappeared from my repertoire, they still got to be available. Um, yeah, you know what's crazy? That I'm realizing. So in Indianapolis, Indiana, nowhere to be found the onions and sauce for hot dogs. Man, the red the red onions with like the sauce yeah. stuff, the sabrettes, or however you say it, Sabrettes. doesn't exist. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what the heck it is here. It's just that interesting. can't be a Long Island thing. I don't know where Sabret is located, but it's got to be. It's got to be in New York or East Coast or something.
1: Yeah, but think about it. There's no other brands of red onions put on your hot dog? I mean, Indiana? onions,
0: yeah. So what here is more like chili cheese type onions. You know what I mean? Like the diced up, regular yeah. yellow, what are they, white onions, yellow onions, yeah. whatever that is. But that's it. Not the freaking, you know, the sauce that's in the cart. Yeah. They slap it on the hot dog. Mm-hmm. Man, little crowd on yeah. there, a little mustard. That's how you do it.
1: I always gotta go kraut, mustard, and ketchup. I do all three.
0: Yeah, I t- I tried to steer away from the ketchup just because it's the grown man thing to do. <laughs> you gotta get nah, the ketchup lo- out of there, bro. <laughs> I love ketchup, bro. Oh, that's good stuff. Um well, regardless. Regardless, like you said, I think it's uh it's all about the memories, man, and who you're with. Yeah. So we said that multiple times, but uh feels good. We are forty six minutes in episode nice. episode 1 this is episode actually 21 but uh first one of season 2 here our new season going to have an exciting fall psl some let's big go. things going on with it and uh it'll be good to to keep it going every week dude let's get back absolutely, into it man. man absolutely we're in it to win it let's get it you enjoy your 4th everybody else enjoy your 4th happy birthday america amen live to it that. up see ya Later. Life, 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 life with football. As leave the train, please step over the gap between the train and the flag.